Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Focus Radio, everyone. My name is Alyssa Granlund, and I am joined by my co-host, Liz Urum. And today, we are going to talk about mastermind groups. Um, this is kind of a fun topic, and really, mastermind groups are really popular of late. I hear about them from lots of different people. I've been involved in some, I've ran some, and um, they're just kind of it seems like they're kind of coming out of the woodwork, but actually mastermind groups have been around for a long time. Napoleon Hill actually kind of created the concept about 75 years ago in his book, Think and Grow Rich, which Liz and I love. And um, basically a mastermind group is designed to kind of help you navigate through challenges using that kind of collective intelligence of a group. So um, we're going to talk about it today. We're going to talk about the pros and cons. We're going to talk about things to look for in a group. And um, if you want to start your own group, we'll maybe even get to covering that. So, so Liz, how about you? Have you had a lot of experience with mastermind groups? I have not had a lot of experience with them. And have you been I in one been, before? Or? I, not really, but I just joined one that is, um, it's a, they're not calling themselves a mastermind group. It's a round table. It's part of a, a kind of an association and organization for sales and marketing people. And they have once a month they get together in small groups, so a limit of 10 people. And what they do is basically kind of talk about what's going on with them, both personally and professionally. And then what they're doing in their mastermind group is they're reviewing a book. So every month they all read a book. So it's not it's not quite a book club. They're not sitting around discussing it a whole lot, but they do a review of it and they're hitting on the highlights, which maybe mm, that is okay. like a book club. I've never been part of a book club, so I don't know. But <laughs> it is just like a book club. Sounds like a book club. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but, but they are okay. focused on uh, their leadership books. So it's all very okay. leadership focused, which is where my interest is. And so... Last month, um, so I went on Friday to this group uh, for the first part, but I like the people in it, right? So kind of like-minded, I guess, is something that you would look for in a group, like-minded. They sort of have the same uh, personality styles, and I think that's kind of important. They all kind of have the same aim or the same goals that they're working towards. And they just read a book called Fully Charged, and that's by Tom Rath. And he is, uh, Tom Rath is the guy who is behind Strengths Finders. Mm-hmm. So I think you and I have talked about Strengths Finders before. So one of his, mm-hmm. he has several books, but this is a newer one he has called Fully Charged. And it's about how to, I believe, stay energized and engaged and in multiple areas of your life. So it's good stuff. It's good stuff. You would like it. Have you read it? Nope, I have not read that one. Okay. So you would like that. So anyway, so they talked about that, and then one person kind of, did a review of it, and then there was a little bit of discussion on it. So, But anyway, mm. I liked the group a lot. I liked the energy in the room. I kind of liked the thought level, if you will. And so I did decide to join that. So I'll plan on attending that every month. And next month, their book is going to be oh, a John Maxwell book called Questions Great Leaders Ask, something mm. along those lines. Well, and I'm already good. going to be. They've, I've already been nominated to do the book review. So... 
Oh, wow. Before I hit, even join, they said. <laughs> so <laughs> that's what happens when you're, the newer, when you're the newer person. But anyway, I'm really looking forward to it. Like I said, I, the, the energy was good, the vibe, you know, uh, kind of the personality of the group, if you will, all those kinds of things. So I'm just looking to get out of it, just sort of that, uh, I, I guess, the kind of talking about a like-minded topic, which for me is that leadership development that I love. So mm-hmm. that's kind of been it. I mean, I've been out involved in, like, group coaching programs. I've run my own group coaching programs. But I think this is different. There isn't um, – mm-hmm. it's everyone kind of coming together collectively. Mm-hmm. So what do you think? I mean, what is, what's your experience then? Yep. Yeah, so I have had the opportunity to facilitate lots of mastermind groups. I've uh, been doing them for about 20, I don't know, 20 some years. And uh, they are great. You know, I think there's some really important things that can come out of them. And, um, you know, it is important to be around like minded people, I think. You want to be around um, people that have. Uh, maybe that are going to challenge you a little bit. I think that's real important mm-hmm. when you're in a mastermind group because, you know, it's kind of like that thing where you don't want to be the smartest person in the room. And so, um, you know, of course, we all have our places where we're smart, but it's nice if you can be around other people where you're not always the one who's giving, you know, but where you can actually um, receive, right? So that's really nice. And mm-hmm. um, So I've been in or I've facilitated, you know, many, many real estate mastermind groups and then um, for realtors and then I've also facilitated quite a few for um Entrepreneurs, and uh, I personally am in one as well. And that one, we uh, well, we have we haven't met much in the last few months, but we were meeting religiously every month, and it was really great. And all of the people in the group really benefited from it, you know. And it was people from all different industries, and um, you know, it is just a great way to make connections. Um, you know, the thing about them is that. Uh, the ones that I have found that I think really work the best are the ones where you actually pay to be a part of it. And I think a lot of people think, well, I'll just start a mastermind group with a group of my friends and we'll, you know, try to encourage each other and hold each other accountable. But what I have found with mastermind groups is if people aren't actually kind of uh, participating on a monetary level that they don't commit and they don't show up after a while because, you know, probably they haven't done things that they said they were going to do and, you know, so then all of a sudden they're not there anymore. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, so I think, you know, joining a paid group is a really good idea if you're looking for one, um, if you're looking at mastermind groups for a couple of reasons. Number one, the facilitator is probably being compensated something. So they're going to have a, a vested interest in doing a good job and providing material for you and you know because someone's got to put the time in for the group um and then then um number two all the people in the group have a a monetary investment and so they're going to show up because if people in your group don't show up then you've got a problem there um and then number three if you're you know going to be around other people that are willing to invest in their businesses you're just going to have a higher caliber you know of people that that are going to be there to bounce ideas off of so what is it for you that is the reason that you're thinking that you want to be a part of this particular mastermind group? I mean, what is it that you're hoping to accomplish by being a part of it? Well, gosh, that's a great question. Because I've been wanting, I um, I like 
Well, I'm not really sure. So, don't put me on the spot. No. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I just thought, you know, it's probably going to be a common reason no, that other people a, would be considering it too. <laughs> no, it's a very valid. It's a very valid question. And I was going to say, well, the accountability, but I'm not I don't think that this isn't necessarily an accountability group. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really about the stimulating discussion. That's what okay. it's about. So, for me, what am okay. I looking for? I'm looking for just that stimulating discussion with other people on this topic that uh, for some people it's not their topic and that's okay, but for me it is. It's uh, reading these books. You know, I just love to read and I'm always reading or listening to books, whatever the case may be, and being able to talk about those ideas and then also how are you applying those ideas. Um, So there's just a lot of exciting kind of stimulating a lot of thought. That Mm -hmm. is what I like, right? Okay. I'm not needing – I don't need support if you will. So some, and I don't know if that's something people get out of other masterminds, and maybe they do. And I think your question is so good, even though it's hard, because you really do need to know that, don't you? What Mm -hmm. it is you want to get out of it, otherwise you could get in the wrong group. Now, I'm not Mm -hmm. looking for a support group, and I assume some mastermind groups are more of a support group. Mm -hmm. Would you say that's true? Yeah, that's true. Yep, I think, you know, some of the things that that people might find in a mastermind group are, what you said, support, but it's a place that you have people where you can bounce ideas off of. So I think that's a really good thing with mastermind groups is that you can say your ideas, say what you're thinking, and then you're going to get people who are going to, you know, maybe poke holes in your idea, which is really actually healthy. Um, They also are going to, you know, support you or say, yeah, I think that's a good idea, but how how about if you tweak this or tweak that? Okay, so that's one thing you could get. Um, You can get people who are going to hold you accountable for doing, you know, what it is that you say you're going to do, what you're going to accomplish mm-hmm. this month, you know, that stuff's really important. But I think one of the big things about mastermind groups is being able to tap into other people's networks because it it is yeah. a form of networking, but it's also it's different because the people in the group actually have more of a vested interest in you, um, you know, seeing you month after month and really hearing maybe your struggles or your questions or your thoughts. And, you know, we all become kind of more, I don't know, not in a corny way, but a little bit more emotionally involved in each other's businesses when you're in a mastermind group. Mm -hmm. And so we do want to reach out and and help connect people. So that's a big thing that might be a reason why somebody might want to do a mastermind group. Um, And the other thing is that when you join a mastermind group, you bring all of your knowledge, and it's a chance for you to be able to share and um, grow and help other people grow in ways that they maybe wouldn't grow if they hadn't have met you. Mm-hmm. So that can feel really good, too. That's a really cool thing. Um, and then yeah. the other thing that's neat about mastermind groups is that you have people who um, don't really have a vested, like as far as, you know, they you they're going to tell you their real opinion about what you're doing because um they have your best interests at heart you know they're not necessarily trying to get your business or trying to get anything from you so they actually share with you the truth okay which i think is really yeah. cool about a group um most people when they join a mastermind group they see a big kind of growth in their business because um they you just you just can't help it. You get excited and and you get a chance to grow. Um, if you have mistakes in your business, then uh, they're kind of 
lessened when you have other people that you can teach about. You know, like so if you make a mistake and then you share it with the group and everybody can learn from the mistake, it hurts less, you know. So that's kind of another good mm-hmm. reason why a mastermind is, group mm-hmm. is good. And then also there's kind of this trust factor and camaraderie that comes with a group. So I think those are a lot of reasons why people join the groups. Um, so, But there are some things that you want to kind of consider, maybe some – cautionary things that you might want to um, look at about joining a group, okay? Talked about them a little bit, and that was that you said you want to consider where people are kind of in their business. And that's not just are they successful or not. It's, you know, what's their business direction? What's their intention? How much knowledge do they have? Are they determined to succeed, or are they just there for coffee, you know? So Mm -hmm. you want to make sure that you've got a group that is on the same level as you as far as what you want. Um, You want to be with people who are kind of around the same range as you. I mean, maybe a little above, a little below. But if you're in a group like with, you know, Harvey McKay and Brian Tracy, you're not going to feel like you bring anything to the table, you know. So you want to be in a group where you're (laughs) equally yoked, you know what I mean, kind of like that. So I think that's important. Yeah, I want to talk about – tap into that just a little bit more. So you said it, and I've heard lots of other people say this as well, don't be the smartest person in the room. If you're the Mm -hmm. smartest person, you're in the wrong room. So Mm -hmm. my question for that is, what about the smartest person who is in that room then? So we shouldn't be the the smartest person. So we should should surround ourselves with people who are smarter than we are. If everybody Mm -hmm. had that philosophy, we would never get together, would we? Well, I think, you know, I think that that everybody has strengths. And so, you know, I guess, but but I guess kind of more what it is is you want to be able to give and receive, you know. So you want to be in a group yeah. where you're not always the giver, you know, where where you actually have people that you can tap into their knowledge too. And, you know, so you, that's why I think it's important to find people that are kind of similar places you, maybe not, maybe a little further down the road and maybe some are just a little behind, you know, so that you can help as well as um, yeah, get helped. Yeah, so yeah. Well, you get the right you get the right mix, and then you are like you said you are you're just you're kind of bouncing off of each other because mm-hmm. you should all be at least having the same goal in mind, and I think mm-hmm. that's probably something that's really important. Are we all working towards the same thing? I mean, even though our our individual goals might be different, are we all very result oriented people? Or oh, you are. Okay, are we here that's really important. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, yep. and so what are what are so what are some of those things? Um, if you like in your experience with a mastermind, do you get a chance to like meet with the people before you have to commit, or how do people even find masterminds? Right, so that's something that's join. really important. You know, when you're setting up a group, I think it's hard to join a group that's already together. You know, because there's a history with the group and stuff, so it can be tougher. And I think when you have a group that's already together, they need to be fairly picky about who they let in as well. Because, um, you know, there's a dynamic in the group, and so you want to make sure that when someone comes in that they're going to they're, – they're going to change the dynamic. That's for sure a given. And so when they mm-hmm. come in, you want to hope that it's going to be in a good way that they change the dynamic, that they're going to be bringing something to the table. So, for instance, you probably sparked their interest because you're into leadership. That's your, you know, that's kind of your interest. 
Mm-hmm. And that's a hot button for people. People really like that, but it might not be their focus. They maybe want to be leaders, but they aren't necessarily experts on leadership, you know. So for you, it's kind of fun because you can bring that to the table. But then as far as maybe for them, if they're not experts in leadership but they're leaders, that's going to be really helpful for you because you're going to be mm-hmm. able to, you know, um, uh, kind of learn from what they're talking about too, you know, learn from their stories right. and stuff like that really good but you know um there's there's lots of groups that are always starting up and you know you just got to check them out and see how you fit in the dynamic you know with the people that are that are involved um and do you then, think that there's any go ahead do you think that mm-hmm. there's ever a downside so you said so one of the benefits of or some one plus is to join a group that is a, a pay-for-play basically mm-hmm. so because of the commitment are there any downsides to join in a group that has a fee associated with it? Hmm, that's a good question. Downsides. Well, well, do you ever find that some people, if the facilitator is just doing it for the money, so they might not oh. be as selective about participants? Oh, you know, that's a that's a possibility. I think, you know, I haven't really come across that. I think typically, you know, the facilitators, they don't, I mean, it seems like it could be expensive, like maybe everyone pays $100 to come or something, you know, some amount. But, um, but, And it seems like a lot of money for maybe the amount of time, but actually it ends up not being very much money for the facilitator. And so I think that the people that usually facilitate those groups have a – are are kind of people that like to serve. You know, they like to be a part of it. And so typically okay. I have found anyway the people that I know that do it are not in it for really making money. I don't I don't think you can. You know, it's just it's a lot mm-hmm. of energy and time and stuff. But but I do think it's important that they are compensated something because it's a lot of work, you know, that whole right. kind of getting people to show up and stuff. So I don't really see a downside to the paying. I really I really feel like you get a much stronger group and people feel much more um obligated to show up, you know, because mm-hmm. they have to pay for it. So they they might as well be there and and really honestly the group doesn't work if the people don't show. You know, we've got in our group we have six people and you know, if two people don't show up, well that's a lot of input that we don't oh, really? get, you know. And so, so you kind of mhm go ahead. Is is so? Is there an ideal number in your experience? Is there an ideal number? What's the right number of people to have in your mastermind group? So I think that um, you at least need to have three people. Okay, I think okay. there at least needs to be three. Because well, otherwise, um, it's just more like a conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And you kind of are getting the same opinion all the time. You know, the same yeah. same thing. You know, like. So I think at least three. I think that, you know, I've been in groups up to 12. And um, mm-hmm. well, actually I've been in some groups that were a little bit bigger than that. They don't work as well because you don't get um, you don't get that personal attention. So the groups that I think are really good are like six to eight. That's a good number. I mean, as far as, you know, every depending on how much time you're going to have there. But say you do two hours or two and a half hours, then everybody gets at least a good 10, 15 minutes to be able to talk about their business and get feedback. And um, what I do is I have this um, app on my iPad. It's called Say What. That's one you, one thing you might want to download if you don't have it yet. Um, Say What. It's an app. And then you can just set your iPad or your, or your cell phone in the middle of the table. And then um, when you do your – when you're getting your feedback on your um, ideas – just hit record because 
you aren't going to be able to um, take notes fast enough, you know, with people's brainstorming, and then you can oh, go back sure. and, and listen to the recording. So I think that's really important. Um, or maybe mm. there's a designated note taker in the group. Um, we did do that. Um, we had one person who took notes and then typed the notes up and, or you know, emailed them to the person because you've got so many ideas pinging around that you don't, um, that you don't, you can't keep up, you know. And then there's things okay. that you hear that are so great. And then if you start stop to talk about something, then you lose the flow of ideas. That's the other thing that's really important in the mastermind group is the brainstorming piece of it. As a participant, when you go, this is one of the biggest things that I've noticed that is that kind of can slow things down is that as a participant, when you throw out your ideas um, or when you ask for feedback, the one thing you don't want to do is ever say, I tried that. No, that doesn't work. I've done that before. Right. You know, because that, yeah. you know, because you don't even, you're just kind of scratching the surface with those ideas anyway. And you want to, when you say, it's just like in a brainstorming session, if you say something like that, it stops the flow of ideas. And that's true in a mastermind group too. So you just want to take all the feedback and say, okay, any other ideas, any other ideas, even though, you know, maybe some of them you don't like or you've tried, Mm -hmm. you know, and maybe sometimes you might have tried it, but you didn't try it in the way that they're thinking or that they're, you know, that they're talking about. So you always want to dig a little deeper on the ideas. Um, Yeah. That's really important. So I want to ask you this question. So So what's the typical lifespan of a mastermind group, uh, do they have a, or do they just go on forever, or do, do have you noticed in your experience that they have a typical lifespan? And then, what are the, some of the things that you have seen gone wrong in mastermind groups that have kind of made yeah. them fall apart? Mm-hmm. That's a really good idea. Okay, a really good question. Um, okay, <laughs> that's, a good so, idea. <laughs> that's a really good idea. Thank you. Um, no, the uh, the the thing with um, mastermind groups, typically the ones that I've been in have been a year. Okay, and okay. but I do have friends that have been in them for a long time. You know, where they've been years long. Where you maybe and those are groups are a little smaller, three to four people that um, are really really invested in each other's businesses and they. Um, and they show up, and those are probably not even paid groups, okay? Those are probably four people that are, I know I said paid are better, but, I mean, if you can find four people that are like you and really want, right. you know, want to do it, then I think that could be ideal too. But but um, here's what I have seen that has gone wrong, um, is that, you know, occasionally, well, in some in these entrepreneurial groups that I had, um, what happened is people would come in, and they would always just have new ideas, okay? And and the ideas would flow, and then they would take the ideas that they got from the group, and they would run with them. And then the next month they would come back, and they would take more ideas and run with them, but they would never, ever kind of finish a thought, you know what I mean, or take something through to fruition because mm-hmm. they were constantly getting all these new ideas, and they would get off track. So I think that's something that's important is to be kind of clear on what it is that you're trying to accomplish and then be careful about running off with ideas that you get from the group. Um, because mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's the, it's the bright, shiny object syndrome on steroids. Yep. Because you've, yeah, got, sure. you know, you've got six, eight people that all can see some really great things that you could do, and then yep. all of a sudden your business plan completely changes, you know? So. Mm-hmm. 
that's something I'd be really careful with. I think you also, I think, well, one of the things that I think is important is that there needs to be forward motion all the time in our businesses. And so you want to be in a group that's going to help you with that, that's going to give you, if if that's what you want, I guess is what I'm saying. Maybe some people just join a group just to have moral support. But, I mean, if you're looking to mm-hmm. grow, then I think you want a group that is going to give you that accountability, even though we say we don't need it, if we have some, um, it's amazing what we can do and how we can grow and move forward, you know. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, so, if that's there, so if there isn't that in there, that can make the group kind of fall apart too because otherwise you end up just kind of meeting for coffee yeah. or something. Yeah, and it, it's just the same thing every time, you know, same old problems. Nobody's ever moving forward. It becomes a kind of a big wine fest. I've been in those before where, you know, mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah. And you just, I don't, that's just not the right kind of group, I think, if you're trying to get growth, you know, which it sounds like, I don't know, your group sounds, uh, tell us about your group. Has it been around a while, or what's the scoop with it? Yeah, they've been around for years and years and years, and it isn't, like I said, I, I'm not, I don't, I don't think it's quite quite a mastermind, but they, it's called a round table. So it's a round okay. table, and their really focus is discussing leadership topics. It's all about leadership development and leadership topics, and the people in the group are leadership um, okay. have been either in leadership roles or they're currently in leadership roles or they have an interest and well and they are leadership experts. So it's uh, very uh, very smart people and mm-hmm. people who are really knowledgeable in this area. And so from that aspect, it's very energizing to be around and uh, just kind of again talking in that same language. So I don't get the sense that there's accountability. The sense I did get from the group is that they are, um, I heard people, you know, I, it was clear that some people are having offline conversations, maybe more in a one-on-one kind of a situation. Like you said, maybe somebody's got the answer, can help them, or is kind of mentoring them through a certain situation or something like that. And I thought that was kind of cool too because, like you said, everybody's got something that they're bringing to the table, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, well, if, yeah, if you're, I think if you're that's part important. Of that group, yeah, that's really important. I think with mastermind groups, especially the group that I'm in, there's a lot of collaboration that is done outside of the group between mm-hmm. the members. So that's been a big thing, you know, because you find somebody in the group that's a perfect fit to work on a project with you, and then mm-hmm. you can take it further, and you can, you know, it's really nice to, to do that. And um, the other thing is kind of that cross-promotion piece. That's another thing that you get out of the group is, you know, maybe they come across something like in your situation, if you've got a leadership people, they're going to be coming across opportunities and maybe it's not the right opportunity for them, but then they can cross-promote it to somebody else in the group that it right. would be a good fit for. So, yeah, so that's a really big yeah. piece too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think that for me, like I said, I think the main thing is that I am such a reader and I love to read these books and I'm always soaking all this in, and I love to have people to talk to about that as well. Mm-hmm. The ideas, you know, all the, yeah, the, the, ideas, all the yeah. ideas, all the ideas in the in the book. So I'm, I'm looking forward to. It. So it's the closest thing I've been to a mastermind group. I've always been a little hesitant, and and it's mainly just because I haven't ever found like I found the exact right one with mm-hmm. that thing I was looking for. So to kind of circle back on that. If you are uh, looking for a mastermind group, if it's something that you've thought about make sure that you take that time to write that out maybe. Uh, what is it? What exactly am I looking for? And as we, as I illustrated, it's not always easy to articulate exactly mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly what right. you're looking for. But like with anything else, um, that's going to help ensure that you 
get a little bit closer to to what you're looking for. So if you can't mm-hmm. find one that's existing, then you can go ahead and start your own with the right people mm-hmm. or yeah, start to try yeah. to ta- talk to some people um, mm-hmm. who are interested in that sort of thing. And the main thing yep. then, too, is that, that commitment. That's right. Yeah, you got to so figure good. out how many people are going to be in the group, how long the group is going to yeah. be together, or you know what the commitment is, and how often you're going to meet, and mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. what is going to be the the format. That's the other thing too is you need to have a, a kind of a crystal clear format too, because otherwise mm-hmm. it can get really off track too. So. Yeah. Oh, I can imagine. I can imagine. You got to probably have some ground rules set up. Yeah. As well. So good. Yeah. Hey, that was it. That was a great conversation. Well, good. Awesome. I think one of the other things about mastermind groups that I really love is, and this is what uh, Napoleon Hill said as well, is it it really makes you think bigger. You know, it makes you think outside yourself. Right. So some, so we don't feel so alone when we're in our business because we have other people yep. to kind of collaborate with and talk with. So, um, yeah. so being in a mastermind will give you, you know, that mastermind, right? It gives you more people to yeah. work with. Well, and they say, what? Steel, steel sharpens steel. Yeah, exactly. So being around being around uh, people who are similar, have similar ideas, or at least have similar interests. I suppose you don't want to get too similar either. A little variety is good, but at least uh, kind of going in the same general direction will just make you smarter and sharper and more um, just uh, looks like there's nothing but, but good things to it. Exactly. Good. We should tell people well, wow, so we got to wrap it up, but um, please yeah. check us out on our website, thefocusradio.com. Join us on Facebook, like our Facebook page, and follow us on Twitter. We'd love to connect with you. And um, in the meantime, we just want to encourage you all to stay focused. Thanks for joining us.